Talking about stuff, talking about things, talking about you, talking about me. It's not a wild country, and we are celebrating. It is Canberra. Conversations in the capital. Hello, my name is Henry. Welcome to Canberra Conversations in the Capital. Today, inside the ACT Conservation Council offices, I'm joined by campaigner Peter Bullen. Combining her passions of environmental justice and biodiversity conservation, Peter worked towards building a genuinely sustainable and equitable society for all. With the Conservation Council, she remains active as ever. Peter's dedicating her career to protecting the landscapes she loves, and those that inhabit it are better off because of it. Peter, how are you doing today? I'm well, thank you, Henry. Thank you for that very kind introduction. I feel like you've talked me up a wee bit. No, not at all. I think I've talked you off the exact amount. Thank you. Before we sat down here and we drove back to the offices, we were at the Lawson uh, Grasslands. Yes. And you were showing me around that area and all the different species that inhabit it. Mm -hmm. Tell us more about why that patch of land right now is so important to you guys at the Conservation Council. Well, Lawson Grasslands is important not just to the Conservation Council, but I think to nature lovers all across Australia because it contains two critically endangered ecological communities, natural temperate grassland and boxgum grassy woodlands. Mm -hmm. And for the last 12 months, I have been campaigning with the Conservation Council to save it from a development application by Defence Housing Australia. Sure. Before I came to the campaign, the Conservation Council was working on this and community groups were working on this. But for the last 12 months, we've sort of been pedal to the metal, working really hard to try and get this grassland saved. It was really cool to kind of see what is there, what isn't obviously there, and how important it is for the biodiversity of the city. But before we go further into all the different things you're doing here at the council, I want to know more about your journey to this very point? Well, I was a campaigner, I think, from the moment that I was able to talk, which is quite funny. My parents like to tell this story that when I was a kid, I would research on the internet all these different species that I really liked and I thought was cool, and then I'd print out pictures of them or do art based on them and then charge my family money (laughs) to come to my art gallery where they would learn about these species. Which was in your house? Yes. In my room, actually. Oh, It was pink. (laughs) It was the pinkest art gallery you've ever seen. We walked around, I showed them things, and then I charged them to enter and charged them to see the art, and then I sent that money off to whichever organisation was working on the species. So I'd say that was probably my first campaign. <laughs> That's incredibly cute and wholesome. How much, how much did you charge them? I gold think it was donation. a gold coin donation. Oh, look at it that. was. And sometimes my grandparents would come to visit and just put in like $200. <laughs> I would lose my mind. <laughs> I was like, I'm single-handedly going to save this orangutan. <laughs> Don't worry about it. They're done. (laughs) Um, But since then, I've sort of gone through school, done my studies, Mm -hmm. did a Bachelor's of Environment and Sustainability, and a honours degree in law, which is very almost done. I always had a very active and close relationship with nature, particularly Canberra's nature. Mm -hmm. I'm a Canberra girl, born and raised, Mm. so I'm very, very close with the bush Mm. and the seasons here and the way everything goes. And... Um, It means a lot to me. I'm sure a lot of people that would listen to this, lots of Canberrans feel the same way. You know, you live and you work with the seasons and you're so close to nature in a way that's very uniquely Canberran. Like Mm. it's, you know, August when we're recording this and the wattle is just coming out and it's absolutely beautiful. 
I was working with groups like Australian Youth Climate Coalition, except really found my love for biodiversity and sort of the greener area of conservation. And then I got a job working at the Cons Council and haven't looked back. It's really great working here. I get to work with communities all across the ACT. It's absolutely amazing. There's so many people out here working hard for our environment and it's, it's really great. I'm really lucky to be able to do what I do. I'm really interested in the sort of intersect between law and the environment and environmental mm. policy and ecology as a science. And there is just enormous disparities between what you would expect from like someone with a biodiversity conservation background for the law to provide for and what the law actually provides for. And that campaign that we were talking about before, the Save Laws and Grasslands campaign, is just an excellent example of that intersectionality. So mm. the reason that this area of grassland is at such high risk is because our laws are failing us. Mm. You know, this is a critically endangered area. There are threatened species there that have been recorded we can't list and say definitively because we don't have access to the site but there has been some government records and things that we have been able to see that there is really important species and there's really important sort of ecosystems at work and things that are happening there mm. so that's why it's just tricky working you know with sort of the legal brain and the science brain at once because you you really get to see all the ways the <laughs> law is failing and all the ways that the law doesn't see the way these ecosystems interconnect and how they operate yeah absolutely it's not just that too right like when we think about conserving nature and everything within not just this territory but all the states around us and the countries and things we have to consider uh the First Nations people as well, and how they may react and how they view the land as being so much more important and special to them than I think we ever will. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, grasslands are an excellent example of that because there are records that show that the grasslands, such as Lawson grasslands, played a really special role for First Nations peoples in sort of hunting and gathering. Mm. And, you know, the State of Environment report was recently released a few weeks ago. And for the first time ever, that report was co-authored with an Indigenous group of scientists. And it just revealed how important it is to involve this Indigenous stewardship into environmental conservation ongoing. So absolutely just agree with you. <laughs> it's really important. And it's something that we try to work with. I want to hear more about the Conservation Council itself. So what is it? What are their main functions? What do they do? Well, the Conservation Council is the peak body for environmental groups in the ACT. Mm -hmm. So we have this really amazing function where we get to work with lots of different groups. You know, some people who are really interested in birds, like the Canberra Ornithology Group, or mm -hmm. other people that are really interested in active travel or grasslands or lots of different things. They are members of ours and we work with them to sort of 
develop a policy platform and then advocate the ACT government or other governments or even businesses Mm. to come up with concrete outcomes. So some groups really like to focus on community education Mm -hmm. and working with people to change their habits. And we do a little bit of that at the council, but our main goal is to change law and to change policy and really to lobby the government to have positive outcomes. One of the recent wins that we had for biodiversity was the cat containment laws that have now been implemented across the ACT. That was something that the council was campaigning on and working with our member groups for for many, many years. The gas phase out as well that was announced last week that the government is going to stop all fossil gas in the ACT by 2045. That was something as well that the council has been heavily campaigning for. So we really like to fulfill that niche, if you will, of that liaison between the people and government. I'm the nature and waterways campaigner. So Mm -hmm. all of my issues are green and blue, I like to say. Uh, We also have another campaigner who works on sustainability. So more of that climate action, active transport, plastic stuff. But I'm very lucky to be able to look at all the cute, cuddly animals (laughs) or the really fun insects. Yeah, like the ones in Lawson. Yeah. So like we were talking about earlier, the ACT has really amazing and unique nature. I think... Canberra's nature, in a way, is sort of representative of Canberra itself in the (laughs) fact that it is incredibly undervalued. Mm. And on face value, you would never look at Canberra's ecosystems and be like, oh, wow, that's amazing. But, Mm. you know, in the ACT, our version of a rainforest is a grassy ecosystem, which looks a little bit like a deserted paddock. (laughs) But when you spend time there and you get involved, you realize that there's hundreds and hundreds of different plant species there and there's some really beautiful and amazing insects like the golden sun moth or the Mm -hmm. parunga grasshopper Mm. these really special things that you know we might not have queensland's cute fuzzy koalas but you know (laughs) what we do have some cool mouthless moths and that is just as crazy as a furry bear Absolutely. And just as important to conserve. So that's one of the issues that we've had with Lawson. I think Lawson itself is such a beautiful campaign because it's so intersectional in that it represents so much of the live issues that we're having in environmentalism at the moment. So it really talks about that kind of species bias we have where people just want to save the cute and cuddlies. But, you know, here in Canberra, Canberrans have stood up, taken a stance and been like, no, I want you to save my weird legless lizard, please. Yes. I want you to save the thing that looks like a snake, but isn't a snake. It's not a snake. It's a lizard with no legs. Yes. It's got eyelids and ear holes. (laughs) And I think that's quite Canberra, the amount of uh, species out there that people don't really know about or think about, but they are very vital to that ecology's existence. Mm, And they're often underappreciated. I mean, obviously nature has a value and I strongly believe nature has an intrinsic value and things are worth saving just because they are here. And as humans who are harming the environment, we also have a role to play in protecting it. Mm. But yeah, when we talk about these sort of little critters that we have in the grasslands, the sort of interactions that they have with the grasslands themselves are really, really interesting. Mm. For example, grasslands themselves, while may not look 
like a super diverse rainforest or be really cool have enormous carbon sequestration properties. Yeah. So that it just means they can like a sponge, they hold CO2 under the ground and stop it from being released mm. and impacting climate change. So there's all of these sort of interrelated issues that are woven into the Lawson campaign that make it really special and I think make it very Ken Barron. Mm. When you campaign for things like this, you must always get these different moments that are really rewarding for you to just kind of sit back and go like, yeah, I helped with this. Do any of those spring to mind right now? Absolutely. We had a rally for Lawson Grasslands and I was incredibly stressed. <laughs> I was worried that nobody would come and I'd spent, you know, weeks and weeks painting these banners and working with different people in the community who'd given up their time to make these beautiful placards and things like that. And we got to the day, it was freezing cold, it was raining on and off, and I was just like, oh, no, nobody's going to come. What am I going to do? And then, sure enough, over 70 people turned up on this freezing cold day at these grasslands in the middle of Belconnen, and they spoke beautifully about the grasslands. People were so passionate about it, and it sort of was the most heartening thing as a campaigner to have because – A lot of the work I do is just me sitting behind a desk, writing letters, talking to government, things like that. Mm. But being surrounded by people who are passionate about these grasslands and saving Canberra's nature was just so incredible and so heartwarming. And I don't think that experience is something I will ever forget. How good. So many people listening to this episode especially would, I think, want to get better at being sustainable. Would you have any sorts of advice for Canberrans to be greater at their sustainability? Yeah, well, that's a great question. And I think, number one, Canberrans, we're in such a lucky city. A lot of Canberrans are really passionate about the environment and are already taking steps in their day-to-day life. Um, like composting and minimizing car travel where they can and things like that. So a lot of Canberrans are already in that headspace. If there was one kind of message that I could shoot out there to Mm -hmm. say, you know, this could be the next thing you look for, I would say consider getting more involved with your local groups, like Mm. your local land care groups or your local catchment groups. There's three catchment groups in the ACT, the Southern ACT catchment group, Molongolo catchment group, and Jinandera catchment group. Mm -hmm. You know, they're doing great stuff. They're out there on the ground every week working on the environment and working with the environment. And I think that's where we can all really level up our Mm. environmentalism and our stewardship of the land that we exist on and work on. And if they want to even, say, get involved with the Conservation Council, you guys are always looking out for volunteers? Absolutely. Head on to our website and we can also put you in touch with a group. You can email us always and be like, oh, I'm really interested in this particular niche area. And we could just be like, yeah, absolutely. We'll connect you with someone or we're doing a project on that. You know, it's all interconnected. The environment group is really lucky to be like a, a not always a happy family. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> we're, we're all working together for a common goal. That's great. Yeah, for sure. I mean, 
a while back, I chatted with Andy and Millie from Mulligan's Flat, and they, they mentioned you guys. And when we were chatting a few weeks ago before this, you mentioned them as well. And it's just really nice to see that there's so much connectivity focusing on making this city more sustainable and making that environment prosper, which is really cool. Absolutely. And it's funny that you mentioned Millie because she's actually my neighbor. No way. So we are very, very interconnected in yeah. life. Uh, but I think it's, it comes down to the fact that we're all working for the same goal. Yeah. We all want what's best for the planet and we want what's best for the nature that we love and sustains us. This is not a job or an area that you go into um, out of convenience. It really <laughs> is a labor of love and we're all equally passionate. So it's great when we can come together and share ideas and it's really wonderful, wonderful area to work in. So mm. if anybody is thinking, oh, that sounds like fun, reach out to us. Yeah. Speaking of Canberra, uh, I've been asking this question to everyone this season. If you had a pitch for Canberra or a pitch for Canberrans to do something to improve their time here what might that be i think my pitch would go back to the whole idea of lawson grasslands and our nature being underappreciated and under threat mm -hmm. i think canberrans spend a lot of time sometimes being ashamed of being canberrans <laughs> because the rest of the country <laughs> makes fun of us <laughs> um so you know what my advice would be go out there and fall in love with canberra fall in love with its nature spend time in the bush we have so much of it here and we're so lucky to have it you know get in contact with your local groups really spend some time falling in love with the nature that you're around because it is beautiful here and just like canberra as a city our nature is underappreciated what are the three best nature-based points and spots in the city that, per your thoughts per yeah. my thoughts yeah. that how is, would you rank them what's top three first for me personally would have to be Uriara crossing and heading mm. out towards the west of canberra that area is really great for me personally because growing up here i remember first time i got my license the first thing i did was drive out there and just spend time in nature by myself and not have to worry about anything and you know, we are a river city. So, spend mm. time in our rivers would be number one. Mm -hmm. Number two would be Mulligan's Flat mm -hmm. because there is no other place I can think of that you are likely to see as many echidnas. <laughs> and echidnas are really great. Yeah. I love them. And if you go in the springtime, round about now, you can see them have their echidna sex trains. Mm. So, they kind of follow on one from each other and it's quite cute and funny. <laughs> And three, I think, spend time on our hills. So, mm. for an Australian city, it's actually wild that we have so many great hills and mountains. So, we're in this little bowl. Mm. Um, so, find a hill near you. I guarantee you there is one <laughs> close by. And walk up it. Spend some time there. Feel the sweat of walking up a hill. <laughs> Look around. See the view. Absolutely. Touch some grass. Yeah. Hug a tree. And brace for the imminent pain from your entire body for walking up a hill that will arrive between 8 and 12 hours later. Yes. yes. But also spend some time having some <laughs> mindfulness up there. There's nothing like being mindful in nature, feeling the energy of the bush around you. It's really important. Mm. And looking ahead towards the future, what is what is what, what, what does the future hold for Peter Bulling? What does the future hold for the ACT region of the Conservation Council? The future holds lots of great stuff for, I think, 
both the environmental movement in Canberra and the Conservation Council and also Peter Bulling. <laughs> I think looking forward, we are still going to be pedal to the metal on the Save Lawson Grasslands campaign. We're also looking out, I mentioned briefly, go towards the west of Canberra to the rivers. There is some discussion about having development out that way that will also be coming ahead. And in terms of me, I expect to be working on all of it. Amazing. Because I love Canberra. And even if I'm not with the Cons Council, I will hopefully always be with the Cons Council in one way, shape or form. Because I'm such a Canberra girl. (laughs) That's it. And finally, Peter, the floor is open. Is there anything you would like to say to our listeners? If I could probably plug one thing, if you haven't noticed that I've been plugging it this whole time, (laughs) come help us save Lawson Grasslands. If you just type into your Google right now, and I know, I know that you have a device near you because you're listening (laughs) to this, which means you must have access to the internet. Pick up your device and just Google Save Lawson Grasslands and see what it's all about. You will also see that our office phone number is there on the website. So you can, if you think it's really cool, you want to chat to someone, just call and ask for Peter. And if I'm not in the (laughs) office, leave me a message and I will always want to talk to you about grasslands and about nature. Peter loves grasslands. Peter does love grasslands. (laughs) Peter loves nature as well. And that is so wonderful. Peter, this has been a lovely conversation. Thank you so much for being a part of it. Thank you so much for having me on and for giving me space to talk about grasslands. I know it's not always the hottest topic unless we're talking about the golden sun moth, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) I really appreciate the time. Well, look, it's an important topic and yeah, the conversation has to be had. So thank you. Folks, my name is Henry and from the ACT Region Conservation Council offices, this has been Canberra, Conversations in the Capital. Stay safe, be kind, and we'll see you all soon.